This is the Icopod. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this pilot edition of the Icopod. My name is Kent. Hi, I'm Clayton. And we are, I don't want to say Odessa's biggest fans, because there are so many folks out there who have incredible stories to share, and they do on a regular basis across uh, message boards and Facebook groups and everything else about what Odessa means to them and how much of an impact it's had on their lives. But we are big fans. We are, indeed. And we have uh, it tattooed on our arm to prove it. Both of us. It's really cute. Indeed. Uh, we'll share that and uh, talk about that in another episode, I'm sure. But we just want to take a moment to kind of discuss what our goal here is with this entire production. And I think for me, it comes down to um, filling a void. So I kind of had, uh, I think we both independently had an idea to do something like mm-hmm. this. And then just mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, it kind of really dawned on me of, I can't believe there's not some sort of fan focus or fan created podcast like this that focuses just on Odessa and the foreign family collective and artists that are a part of that and the fan base that surrounds all of those things as well. Because mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's one of those, you know, super, uh, we would call it, you know, hyper local in the media industry, but it's just, you know, a niche market, um, that some people have no idea even exists, but if you're in it, it's very expansive and sprawling and and important to you. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're trying to sort of just cater to that community that's already in existence, and also to help you discover new artists that sort of fit the mold, I guess we would say, and discuss our experiences at shows and uh, just what all of this means to us on a on a daily basis. Yeah, and I, I would echo all of that. And for me, especially, it's all about giving back to hmm. that Odessa fan community. Yep. Uh, we're both in a few different fan groups of many types, Odessa family being one of them, and yeah, which, always inspired by that group, yeah. and of course by the Foreign Family Collective in Odessa, and this is my way, our way of giving back to that community. Yeah, yeah. the the Foreign Family, or the, uh, well, there is a Foreign Family Facebook group, but also the Odessa Facebook group is incredibly active, and has grown so much in just the last couple of years. I mean, the A Moment Apart tour, um, I think somebody even mentioned, you know, when the tour started, we had just a couple of hundred people, and now we have over 10,000 people in this group, which is just incredible um, to see that kind of growth, and I think it's very representative of how much Odessa has just blown up in the last two years, even. (laughs) So going from, you know, just launching this album to being in... Apple ads and in headlining the largest festivals in the nation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's what we're here to do and to make sense of why we're doing it. We thought we'd share a little bit about who we are and what we do on a daily basis. And some of it is this, we produce, um, radio and podcast content for electric forest and you can tune into electric forest radio anytime, uh, 24-7 at it's all at electricforestfestival.com slash radio and there's a podcast there as well so on site at the festival we're running around uh, like like madmen yeah. trying to figure out all this content and it, it, it ranges from workshops 
to live sets, interviews with artists, interviews with fans. It's kind of covering the whole spectrum yeah. of everything going on at the whole festival. Yeah, and that started as a just another little idea and we were able to grow that into something that is pretty substantial and continues to grow and evolve year over year and uh, sort of as an offshoot of that we also host Warehouse 11 which is a house and techno based podcast slash radio show that you can also hear on EF Radio so that one's a little more dare I say laid back relaxed, relaxed. yeah it's, it's our chance to, to share music with each other that we've heard recently within that house techno realm and with you guys and just you know diving deep yeah and we talk about festival lineups a lot and our experience at different festivals actually attending as fans and all that kind of stuff so that's warehouse11.com where you can find that and of course both of all of these podcasts are on all the major aggregators so apple spotify google all those and those that you probably don't even know exist. We're up there. Um, and so also I um, founded electronicmidwest.com many years ago, back in 2012, I think it was. And then uh, that branched off into electronic.vegas and some other similar websites. So that's another day-to-day gig of mine. So yeah, web development and online marketing and... Uh, content creation, I guess, are my kind of main areas of focus. Busy guy that yeah. can't. Myself, uh, I graduated from college just almost two years ago now. Uh, studied video. Now I'm working at a destination marketing organization, doing video work, running around town, getting footage, creating tourist videos and such. And this is my outlet for the music scene. So for festivals, like Kent said, EF Radio, Warehouse 11, this is my chance to look away from work and look towards more of a hobbyist. Yeah, and we hit a lot of major fests throughout the year. So Indeed. this year, I mean, it's been a pretty good list. The, all the majors, I'd say, for the dance music world for the most part. Yeah, no, absolutely. EDC, obviously yeah. Electric Forest. Yeah. Um, can't went to Bonnaroo. That happened. I did. And then uh, we take a little break for the early fall, but then we usually hit Escape out in Southern California and uh, probably one of the New Year's Eve festivals um, and some other, some of the Vegas stuff, Art of the Wild, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so we get a fair share of that experience throughout the year and in addition to one-off little shows here and there. That's so, right. So enough about us though I mean, yeah. let's talk about the task at hand yeah. uh, we told you why we're here but also why do we care like why do we care mm-hmm. about this group and this family and everything and I'm going to leave Kent to start off because he has a little more experience with this tour than I do slightly. yeah so I was just having to write this down before we started this show but I think I counted seven Dates that I saw the show starting in Vegas, which was at the very beginning of the Moment Apart tour back in, was it November of 2017? And I say 2017, it seems so long ago. I mean, it seems like decades years, ago. I years don't know. And years and years. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a weird thing to say. Uh, and then Chicago, which was probably the hook. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Chicago is where every, all the magic happened and we'll come back to that in a second, but then Kansas city and then at cross and then took a substantial break and then saw them at cross festival just back in 
was it end of February, early March this year? And then that inspired me. I, I legitimately from that show decided I've got to get myself to Sundara. And somehow. that he did. It was it was a um, like a. I don't know. So I guess I kind of had with that break, I kind of just forgotten how magical that experience was. And so that was the push that I needed. And so I had, I think two weeks to figure it out. <laughs> it was, it was a phenomenal turnaround. Yeah. Cause I remember he came back from cross and was like, I'm going to Sundara. Yeah. Are you like, able to make it? And I it wasn't, takes. but yeah. he was in all the way after that show. Yeah. So I've got many tales to, to tell about that show. Um, and then Bonnaroo just in June and electric forest in June. Um, so those were the seven shows of this tour that I was able to make it to. And Clayton was at a couple of those. As yeah, well. I was able to make it to Chicago. And that was, I feel like looking back, it was a bit of a whim. We, I mean, I remember having it on my a calendar bit, yeah. for a short period of time, but it was out of nowhere. Well, and we had, first of all, we had trouble getting tickets because it was fully sold yes, out. And so yes. not to brag, but we had to kind of use uh, some industry connections to Finagle get in there. ourselves in the door in the first place. But yeah, I mean, it was kind of the week of, we just said, yeah, let's, can we, can we all make this happen? And, and we, we did. did. And it was, uh, both of us and our, our good friend, Ethan, he yeah. came with us and we didn't expect the show no. to do the things it did to us no. emotionally honestly and, and especially because i had seen the show before i saw it in vegas just a couple of weeks before um i'm gonna write the vegas one off to a couple of other factors because it, it was it was an outdoor show and it was right after not to be a downer but it was right after the major uh shooting at the, sure. the country music festival in vegas so i think everybody was a little paranoid during that show and not really feeling like you could fully immerse yourself and just like relax and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also I think indoor venues really totally, themselves yeah, it just to totally changes the total experience of this one. I think this was, um, I can't remember the name of the venue. It was the university in Chicago. Um, I want to say United center, but that's not, not where it was. It's the even larger shows, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. Cause if you look at the tour dates, you'll see it there. Um, but yeah, somebody actually, a friend of ours asked why, or why do we get the tattoos? And I was, and I was like, well, you know, we got it. And, uh, another friend of ours, uh, as well, cause we all went to one of their shows together in Chicago. And we had a transformative experience and he was like, what, what was it? What did it happen? And I was like, well, we, kind of transformed into water during the show and uh, he's like oh oh yeah i'm familiar i'm familiar with that exact feeling I mean, and experience i don't you don't need if you're listening to this i assume we don't need to tell you uh, anything about the show yeah, but yeah, there, yeah. There, before that i had never seen a production that blended visuals and sound and performance so seamlessly mm. one into the other there was nothing separating any of them and yeah i i'd be damned to find another show that's done it since then yeah and there were a lot of live vocal uh, appearances for yep. that show because this was the first leg of the tour that as we know kept going and going and evolving and changing a little bit on who kind of showed up at each tour date but um i mean 
everybody was there that was kind of mm-hmm. part like a vocalist essentially like even leon all, Bridges all the major and, yeah. ones yeah so so that was such a yeah that was a, a um a just a pinnacle of our key moment Odessa very experience. key moment and then afterwards uh hit up kc with kent and ethan again and then ended up my last show was electric forest right before they went off and did the whole finale shebang yeah, and I mean, all of the rest of those were outdoor shows, and so just still didn't quite have that same production value in my mind, but I don't think anything compares to just the energy and... I think, honestly, the surprise level yeah. of Chicago, because after yeah. we saw that, and you didn't see them in Vegas, but yeah. for me, after I saw Chicago, I had an idea. Mm. You know, I kind of knew, like, the visuals and, like where they were going and there were still surprises along the way they brought yeah. out locomotion in kansas city for the right, first time right right um which but, is, but i don't think you can beat that surprise factor in the in the first go around which locomotion has its own <laughs> that's a that's a whole other thing for kent it's a it's a dividing song in it the is. odessa community i think i have a good friend that i went to sundar with who is over it and she mentioned it in my presence and <laughs> she learned really quickly that uh that was uh, i did not agree with that but i think it's because i remember growing up with the song and it was something that there are there's video evidence of me dancing <laughs> everywhere while that song was playing uh so i think that's maybe why it means a little more to me than the average uh listener but yeah yeah and i'd like to step back even further real quick yeah. um to before the moment of parts yeah. were, if you remember that. Um, my first time seeing Odessa was in 2015 at Electric Forest, which was my first festival ever. Mm. Never been to anything quite like that. And Set the bar really high. It was a high, <laughs> and still trying to surpass that. Still working mm. on that one. Mm. But uh, I, I wasn't super familiar with dance music, honestly. I, was, mm. I, I joined Electric Forest Radio with an interest in radio. Sure. And came to love dance music through that lens. And I will never forget Odessa that year because they were the only artists that I saw that when I came away, I was able to remember exactly who they were, Hmm. which set they were, and the songs that I needed to hear more of. Hmm. So they stuck with me immediately. And that was a show that included Skrillex and it included Grizz and and, you know awesome artists that I, I look back now. And I'm super appreciative of that I saw him. Sure. But Odessa was the first one I was able to like connect to and want to see more of. And then we saw him again in 2017, right before they released the album at Electric Forest. Yeah, they, yeah. they came to Forest that year, yeah. and they talked about the album a little bit yeah. before they released it. And uh, once, I mean, once the album actually dropped later that year, I think I was madly in love like it was, yeah I, i'll never forget the first time i listened to it sitting in the communication building of my university mm. just on a couch i put on mm-hmm. headphones because i knew it just dropped and i sat there almost the whole time and listened to that album because i was like i'm not leaving this spot until i finish this whole piece yeah and i think it's funny that you say that because i don't know that i even saw that performance mm. at forest in 2015 i either i i don't know i feel like I don't recall that at all. So for me, the very first time that I recall seeing them live is at Vertex Festival, yes. which oh, yeah. was, you know, a couple of years. How can I forget Vertex? After that, yeah. And that was the moment where they brought out, I mean, the full drum line and everything else. And it was just so different from any other show that you see. 
Um, and Clayton's famous line. Uh, it's the future. Yeah, this music is the future. And it was. And not only the music, but just the style of presentation and graphics and visuals and just immersion in that show. Um, they were just well ahead of their time and i think continue to be i mean i think they're setting a bar that's just incredibly different from what anybody else is even attempting to do pioneers truly yeah indeed but i think for me even you know beyond all of those things chicago was the defining moment it reigned supreme yeah so that's a little bit about why we're doing this and how we got into the band themselves and we'll come back after a quick break and talk a little more about the uh, you know the latest album and tour and the finale and just some stories that are tied to that particular run for the guys be back in a sec We just talked a lot about Chicago and that show, but I do think in Kent's experience, there's at least one more Mm. show in this tour, one more event in this tour that's worth talking about, and that is absolutely Sundara. Yeah, I mean, it was the first time that they had, you know, attempted something like this. And looking back, it's kind of uh almost surprising that it all happened and was pulled off in the way it was because most of the time you only see very established artists that are doing these flyaway events you know Mm -hmm. like you've got fish and um like there's a lot of country artists that do it and like the dead and co and and uh, dave matthews and stuff like that that do these beach getaway festivals so for Odessa and foreign family um, to be a part of that is 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 phenomenal. Um, and like I said, I did not necessarily have plans originally to attend this, so it went on sale back in October. I mean, we talked about it a lot. It was so difficult, yeah. to, to make that decision that I couldn't go. It was, like, it I was, couldn't swing it with work, but and it was pricey. I mean, was, to yeah, talk about it from the beginning, course. it was like this is a this is a pricey show to attend and to to get to and everything else. So it was just, I mean, it just kind of went on the back burner. But like I said earlier, the renewed passion that was instilled in me after the, after the crossed show, um, just kind of convinced me that I've got to do this. I've got to get myself there. So I did, I just started searching Facebook and I found Sundara roommate finder groups and stuff like that. And I started just, you know, posting that I was interested. And at this point I still just thought this is a bit of a, um, probably not something that's going to actually work out you know this is just me like pretending like i'm gonna get myself there yeah so just you know tons of different conversations with people that were trying to sell spots and nothing ever panned out then finally uh there was one guy who and his name's hunter by the way and he um purchased a room from some other folks that couldn't make it so the whole deal with these all-inclusives and um shows like that is you have to buy the whole package so you can't just go to the resort and buy a ticket to the concert itself you have to buy everything everything together and so if you can't make it or have to cancel you basically your only option is to just 
uh, sell it to someone else and you can pay a transfer fee to do so or whatever. And that's what CID, who was um, producing the show, allowed Hunter to do. So he bought a package for almost half the price from someone else who was who just, this is better than getting no money out of this package <laughs> right, or whatever. Right. And then he just posted um, a message in, one, in a couple of these groups, I think on Reddit and some of the Facebook groups, that he had three spots open. And so I messaged him and there was like, you know, some back and forth and I couldn't really decide like do you do you just randomly trust somebody uh-huh. to not only like take your money but also like I don't know there's just so follow, many things to follow through yeah honestly. and like am I gonna am I gonna get to Mexico and none of this is gonna be there like am I gonna get scammed out of this money and so finally you just kind of take a leap of faith and you're like okay if it's meant to be it's meant to be I'm just gonna do it meanwhile uh, there was another person who had uh, reached out on several of these same threads Lupita is her name and she started messaging me and we were trying to find ways ways to make this happen and so finally i just told her i said hey i am just gonna book this with hunter Mm -hmm. and hope for the best and so there was a little bit of hesitation still on her part and then finally she said you know what you're right i'm doing it so she did it and then another now friend of ours arlise who um through a friend of his got connected with Hunter and we all just showed up like a reality TV show. We had never met each other before <laughs> and we were going to be roommates in this room for the next five days and experience this. And it all worked out perfectly. I mean, there's so many opportunities that everything could have gone wrong there. And not only on your end as yeah. an individual, but on the entire show. Yeah, end, everything for sure. Worked just perfectly yeah yeah so i mean i'm sure if again if you're in any of these facebook groups like you know um how special this show was to so many people but i've been to a lot of shows and a lot of festivals and i still think it's probably the best thing i've ever done Mm -hmm. so which is astonishing yeah to hear every time you said it so many times but i'm still shocked every time you hear i mean i almost i almost i almost feel bad saying that because i'm especially with Electric Force and some other shows, like these are incredibly special events and um, communities for me. But this in particular was just mind-blowingly amazing because everyone, everyone was there for the right reason, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I love about Electric Forest and other shows. It brings a lot of that there, but you still have dare I say some of the riffraff like you've got people who are not have no idea what's going on no idea what the the cultural norms are for that setting and and just how to act and how not to act and that kind of stuff and so there's always kind of that learning curve but I think here you know it, it was a it was a brand new event so there was no precedent we were all just kind of thrown together but I don't know also slightly older crowd so it, I mean, it was nobody's first show, as what sure. you often get with that yeah. other crowd that can show up to these festivals. Yeah. Like the, this is my first time, yeah. time ever being here. Yeah, I was once the riffraff, but <laughs> I have since ascended past that. Yeah, so I mean, I think that was a huge part of it. But I just have never been, I think, immersed in a show where everyone knew every word every song mm-hmm. and in every beat drop and everything. I mean, and, and, and yet to be just 
so thrilled with it happening. You know, it was like every song that was played while actually, you know, Odessa was performing during the final night was as if you had heard the song for the first time. Absolute joy. Yeah. And so just to be in, in, a, in a crowd that was just going wild during every song, you know, you get a little bit of that at like all the other tour stops, but just to have that and then you're on a Caribbean beach and the ocean is right next to you. And also it's at an all inclusive. So the, the waiters are just waiting for you to take free drinks off of their trays and they're bringing drinks to you in the crowd and everything's comped and included. And, um, the, I think the other thing that was cool about this particular event is everyone went to every show together so there was only one stage happening at Mm -hmm. any given point so it wasn't a competing like are you gonna go see chris lake are you gonna go see bass nectar like that that just didn't exist because not an option there were pool parties during the day and one day there was a yoga set early in the day too but pool parties in the afternoon and then the main stage in the evening and then the after party at night and everyone just went to everything together so so that was another aspect that was um great about that show but also i think just that um harrison and clayton were just there hanging out and attending almost like the rest of us you know like yeah yeah they brought all their friends to play for the first two nights and some of these pool parties and stuff like that and a lot of folks from the foreign family collective um uh, like RL Grime and Allison Wonderland who, who aren't necessarily part of that, but we're also part of the, part of the show. Um, so it was just, it was just an incredible experience altogether. And also, you know, and just for all of that being somewhat unexpected that that was going to happen in my life at that point. Cause I remember talking to another group of friends of mine. I was like, I don't know, should I do this? Should I drop the money on this? Like, I don't really know if this is, wise yeah you know it's just like this is a bad decision and and they were all just like you have to do it like this is your this is your band this is your group like, like you have to they do are, it. like you it's, know? it's tattooed on your arm like it obviously means something to you like you gotta go and i think the other part of me one wondered which i have for other shows of this may be the only one so if i don't go i might just miss out on this experience altogether there's another show that that i did the middlelands in texas that's right the that's renaissance right. theme and that festival. was confirmed yeah, it was a so one and far done. the only one but i just sometimes get this gut feeling of like i don't know this is almost uh you know i'm sure it's gonna be a great show but who knows it may it may be the only one so i don't want to miss out on that and i think if you look at the i was about to say yeah. if we're talking about a point of contention yeah. now like people are asking if sundara is going to happen yeah. on the daily yeah. on any of these groups uh and yeah. obviously no one knows i think yeah. the, the only two people that do know obviously aren't saying anything right now which yeah. is fine they need right. a long nap after this two-year tour yeah so exactly we'll see i don't know yeah, no, no one knows. I'm 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 betting on it not happening um uh because we've purchased tickets to Holy Shipwrecked instead. So, and I mean, honestly inspired by your experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it was just kind of like, wow, this is the ideal festival experience for me and I already love all inclusive, so if you combine like that experience with a festival community, like that is where it's at. So, um it's, you know, it's really the piece that was missing from any festival kind of. was the all inclusive anything. And that was the part missing from resorts is yeah, something to do like an incredible programming yeah. um, piece. Yeah. So, 
uh, yeah, only time will tell. I think a lot of folks have said that they've heard in a roundabout way from other people, you know, that are associated with CID and the band that they'll that it's not happening until maybe twenty twenty one. So, um, I would be really, I, and also I think logistically, I'm not sure that it makes sense to produce it um, like this year if if Harrison and Clayton are taking the year or the foreseeable future off. Right. Which is essentially what they've said. Like we're going to, you know, they announced the finale, like this is going to be the final performance, uh, which honestly, I think when they teased the, the finale, finale, it was like, Oh my God, they're breaking up. <laughs> like this is it for Odessa. Like there's going to be no uh, more. And luckily, um, that is not the case. Thank God. They, thank they God. just, you know, finally had to put a big, end mark on this tour which ran almost two years i don't what i i mean i most tours run a couple of months and i think the original right, tour was gonna do that too and then they just announced that next leg and, yeah and then like we're gonna go to europe and do a whole nother thing and then other parts of the world and then we're gonna come back to the u.s and do a whole nother stretch so it almost got to the point where it was exhausting it was like really like dang like I don't know if I have any more money to spend on these shows. <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with that. And there's tons of memes out there of about course. You know, spending all your money and time and energy on Odessa. But hey, it could be worse. You could it be spending could be worse. it on far worse things. Absolutely. And so, I mean, he went to Sundara. I did not. But the show that we both didn't go to was the finale. The finale. Yeah. So obviously heard about that. Yep. And yeah, I don't. I feel like I feel like we're losing a bit of street cred by saying probably. we didn't go to the finale. But yeah. it, and it, but I, I, we, I do got to thank again the community, mm. all the the Facebook groups for yeah. making me feel like I didn't really, I didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. feel like I have a grip on everything that happened at that show yeah. because of you wonderful people sharing yeah. everything. So thank I mean, you. I, I did watch a full length gopro video shout out to you good sir yeah that was incredible um to have and just to experience and of course it's never the same as being there but i unfortunately just had a conflict uh that i could not get away from to get myself to that event even though <laughs> leading up to the week of i was still researching it possibilities of, could i break away for this amount of hours and get there and then yeah. hop the flight back and it just wasn't it just wasn't gonna happen um and i don't know that i totally am that upset about that because i hate endings uh, yeah and i <laughs> and i think i would have bawled like a baby yeah. and it, for me it was kind of nice to close it off at electric forest because again it's where it all, where it all started for yeah. me so i was like you know what this is thematically right i get it yeah yeah but i mean uh there's a a music columnist bob Lefsetz, who just you know is kind of an industry analyst but he uh went to the finale and i think and it was the f- uh without any really he didn't go to any other of their shows this was yeah. his first time seeing them. I think it's really important to point out. Yeah, and he does an email newsletter and writes for uh, other publications and podcasts and stuff like that. But he sent out an email like the day afterwards with his thoughts on the show, as he often does. And it was, I mean, every almost exactly how our experience was for, yeah. for that. For you know, he like said all the same thoughts that were going through. I think our heads you know, the first few times that we saw it. Well, every time we saw, you know, one of these, he even had a line that said, it seemed to me as if it were something from the future. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he reiterated the point of this is crazy because no one else knows about this. You know, like it's a sold out show at LA Historic Park large good size venue and yet not a peep there in, are no in like billboards for this no. it's not in the mainstream media you uh-huh. know and he's comparing it to you know what music used to be like if the rolling stones were coming to town everyone knew it or if kiss was gonna be like everyone knew it and it's just we've we've developed a fragmented society like cultural society in ways that you know you just get yourselves in these pockets and it's very easy to pigeonhole yourself into yeah. it, into one thing and it's and it's hard to forget that other people have no idea because yeah. i mean like one of my good friends from college he saw my tattoo and he was he was like oh did you get a tattoo and i was like yeah it's you know the odessa logo and he's like i who i don't what? know what you're talking about so i mean granted there's lots of people um especially so we live in missouri and there's a lot of folks who may or may not know what uh well where missouri is but also (laughs) but uh folks who may not be familiar but we did run into somebody at the fair the local fair yeah there was a guy that came up to us and said is that is that the odessa logo we had a great conversation with him yeah to you if you're out there yeah and they talked about you know they had seen the kansas city show and Mm -hmm. the fayetteville arkansas show and some others i'm just like oh they're How lurking. Refreshing. They're lurking in the corners. You just have to. You just have to find a prompt to get them to crawl out. And for us, it was it was the the arm tattoo. So, uh, yeah. I I mean, I don't know that there are any other amazing things to mention from the finale that we saw from afar. Um, I know that it was some. Also, somebody in the Facebook group had made a. A, a map, a map of all of their tour stops, and one nice little and where Odessa family were located yep. in relation to that, and presented it to them there. Um, so we, I saw incredible f- photos of that popping up. Yeah, that was super cool. Um, and so I, at the same event that weekend, almost like Sundara, they started adding like all these other events building up to it. So they had um an art show that Victor had curated, which yeah. Victor does um He did the Sundara graphic. Yeah, I mean all, like a lot of the mm-hmm. foreign family collective art that you see um and posters that are influ like especially all the different um tour stop posters that you might see in particular cities. Like those posters a lot of times have been um designed by victor i believe uh but anyway victor yeah yeah for sure and he curated an art show there and there was another show that i believe jai wolf played at uh the night before the two night run of the finale and then there was also a pop-up merch uh event that went on all weekend long and of course people you know were lined up for hours before that which looked incredible all oh yeah the shirts i mean oh yeah I, I think looking back, I would have loved to have had one of the white shirts with the logo mm. just all over it. Or I think you can. I, I'm pretty sure almost everything. Yes, that was going to yeah. be the next bit yeah. of news. Is that if you did yeah. miss out, 
A lot of Finale merch, if not all of it, is on sale from their merch website right yeah, now. Yeah, and I think it's um, priced the same, and you know, obviously you got to pay some shipping probably with it. But otherwise, uh, I I didn't expect that honestly at I th- all. No. I think a lot of people just thought it's going to only be for sale at the pop up, and that's that. But I mean, why would you not open it up to everybody mm-hmm. else? Um, and the other thing is the the like kind of I don't know famous iconic Sundara. Uh, yoga pants the yoga and top pants. like that's yeah. available for sale on the website and then something that we both purchased like on a total whim <laughs> i would say yes. is the the collector's box yeah came with the album as well well the deluxe edition of the album so it's every single song from a moment apart yeah as well as some lithographs posters uh nice collectible box that it came in and I remember being at work and Kent sent me a message and said, have you seen this? And I said, I didn't. I just bought it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I was having trouble getting the store to load on my phone or something. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then finally I got it because it dropped, I guess, the week of the finale. Um, it doesn't ship till October. So we'll have to do, a, a, we'll an do unboxing. We'll, we'll do an unboxing video. Yeah. That'd be fun. But uh, excited about that one. And um yeah, but the merch then it's I was a big fan of the the jacket with like just the the giant logo yes. in the back and the patch on the front. But I didn't I didn't end up buying it womp, womp. yet. So Not I don't know, yet, we'll yet. see. But okay, so on the merch line of conversation we we can't not talk about the loyalty gate as dun, dun, I will dun. describe it. But yeah, so these loyal themed t-shirts that had the album or the single art red tea with the single art on it yeah yeah so everybody thought you know that's super dope like can't wait to get it and then the first person washed the shirt and it faded almost completely like the actual graphic print on the shirt and posted that photo on social media and then that it went from there blew up and then suddenly all of the EDM blogs are reporting about it which by the way that then uh, drew a ton of attention to the Odessa family Facebook group and it had to like go from I I don't even know if it changed back it went from like an open public it went group private to private yeah. so I guess you can't even find the I don't even know if you can find the group if you're not in it now I guess you have to be invited um, I think so no idea but yeah so that was huge and so you know everybody was talking about it and complaining and figuring out like how do we remedy this and then finally Actually, it was it was probably within a couple of days. Um, yeah, it wasn't that long, but in Facebook feed time, it was, of course, it was a while. It was an, an incredible um, century long debacle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if, you know, send us a photo and your info, and we'll replace the shirt. So, and I think a lot of people were just blaming Harrison and Clayton. How dare like, you? Like, it's like, like they not... picked out the exact shirt and screen printer and yeah. style that was going to be printed on that they probably had no idea i mean they have a huge team right. behind them and they have to in order to to exist as creative beings that we know them to be um so yeah just a fluke it's fine like it's a shirt like i i think the moment i saw that was like i know they're gonna make they're gonna fix this, this. they'll 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 do good i mean it is more difficult when it's a pop-up shop and it's not you know a retailer that you can just walk into and get the replacement Absolutely. but anyway that has remedied itself out but what but what somebody did do also uh, in the Facebook yes. group is they hand sketched the 
t-shirt as a joke like literally i imagine this guy on and, like a post-it note yeah it just like. sketched it out of like look guys i i, I fixed it or something like that he was, was like, he was trying shirts. to say hey odessa this is my shirt Please oh send me that's it, it. Yeah. yes because i brought up the point i thought how do they verify that you purchased this shirt or then that you're not just sending a photo of someone else's shirt that got faded mm-hmm. and now you're both getting a shirt for free or whatever? Like somebody's going to fraud so this. So he drew this really poorly yes. illustrated thing and said, please send me a loyal yes. shirt. Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly what it was. And then everybody got the lulls out of that. And, and they made... And now it's a shirt yeah. of its own, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, and they're doing a fundraiser. So they're donating the proceeds of the, of the shirt order. Um, but you can also just download the artwork and put it on whatever you want. I saw somebody put it on a hydration pack. Like, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. So I, yeah, hilarious. Very good. But I good think, it, but that's a testament to the like the community behind this, and also just how quick stuff moves. I mean, that was yeah, like somebody in the comments. They said, "I'll make a shirt of this. Who wants it?" Yeah, and then suddenly it was it was it was on. It was you done. Purchase it. There was the link. So. Yep. Um, even a negative turned into a positive. Absolutely. As, as it does. Best as case scenario. The ICO wills it. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Which, by the way, if you don't get it, the name of the show is a play on. Icosahedron. Yeah, or Icosahedron, how I would call it, because I like to pronounce it. If you ever listen to Warehouse 11, you'll find that we have no idea how to pronounce anything. It's like, so, we, it's like English is our second language, yeah, but it really isn't. Yeah, it's, really I mean, it's, it's mostly just artist names. Like, you never really know. No. Um, Mimba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but anyway, that uh, that is why we call the show what we do. Indeed. And now we'd actually like to reach out to you guys. Um, this is our, I mean, this is the intro to the whole show, the whole program. And honestly, we didn't mention this. It's also, this is a way for us to have closure mm. on the whole tour, yeah. uh, this whole two-year experience we've all been going through. We would love to hear your stories. We want to know what you guys think we want to know what happened wh- why you care so much you know the, we want to hear your voices on this show and how yeah. are we going to do that Ken? yeah well i think you can you know tell us about you know maybe the shows that you saw on this particular tour and and what that experience was like for you but it can also just be anything that's related um for this for this kickoff so we got a couple different ways if you are in the odessa family facebook group you can comment on the post for this episode that we assume we will be making <laughs> and if that doesn't work you can also go to we have a website set up called the icopod.com so the icopod.com and you can go there and you can leave a comment on this post or if all else fails you can send us an email to hello at the icopod.com and you can uh just drop us some thoughts there and we will share those in the next episode and Indeed. i and i think there's also some that probably already exist out in the wild that we will try to dig up that we've seen already posted in groups um that we'll try to share on the next show as well so that's how you can get involved we would love for you to be a part of this so we can truly make it a Community. community experience yeah exactly instead of us just yakking about how much we love the boys oh yeah and which is a funny thing too because i think prior to um this facebook group i don't think i saw 
people use the phrase the boys so much but it's it's alive and well yeah exactly but i see it in other groups too now and then it's confusing i'm like what boys are we talking about like me and the boys in the yard yeah like cracking a coal with the boys yeah yeah so yeah again just the icopod.com is the website and you can check out the odessa facebook group as well to let us know looking forward to hearing from you we're gonna take a quick break we'll be back with just some general foreign family news after this tune School's Out, and it's from a duo called Memba, duo on Foreign Family Collective. They just released a new EP called Sagas 2, came out a few weeks ago, seven songs to listen to, very, I'd say, uh, reminiscent of The Boys. Of course. Way, but Yeah, I mean, we've talked a lot, of course, about Odessa in this episode, but we do want to take some time, as we will in future episodes, to talk about what else is happening in Foreign Family land and this is sort of the hot topic of the moment yeah and along with the album they released a what is it 12 minute 15 minute a little yeah somewhere in between there official video companion to the album and they describe it as uh we feel the best way to experience the place um that they're describing on the album is to not only hear it but also to see it so it's a film that was shot all over the world from india to new york to seattle and combined the efforts of a small army of visual I'd artists. I'd say... It is really pretty to look at. I mean, they have a very extensive list of people who not only were in the film, but helped produce it, and were extras, and did graphics, um, which, by the way, some of the animations done by Victor. I was going to say, well. it looked very Victor-like. Yeah, yeah absolutely, but... Um, yeah, it's an incredible piece. So it's almost uh, like a mashup music video mm-hmm. to the whole EP. And I don't know, that may be the first time I've seen something like that. Very um, unique yeah. in that. Um, it, and they they even say later on in this uh, post I'm looking at that they encourage you. The film mm-hmm. is best watched several times just to find all the different connections in there. And I think yeah. I picked up on the quote-unquote story of it all sure towards the end so now I'd, i would like to go back and watch it just to see like yeah with that in mind how it lines up yeah i think i mean ultimately i think the theme is you know community of people in different places mm-hmm. not only geographically but in their lives and them all sharing something together which is very reminiscent of of this of the of, of the, what music can do for exactly. us right and which is uh, inspiration for why we're doing this entire uh, podcast and so much of the other things we do in our in our lives. Um, but yeah, I did I did see someone say like uh, they thought uh, you know Memo was about to blow up, and I think you might be onto something. I think so. Um, they did play Electric Forest this year, and they've played some other festivals. But I think they the timing is impeccable given that Odessa is sort of hibernating for a bit as they work on their next project, which, by the way, we don't know what that is. We don't know if that's 
an album or a feature film. I I or, would love to see them score a film. Yeah. I think that they're very uniquely ready for that. Yeah. Unlike not unlike other artists are, but you know, in a way that other artists for sure are more posed. More, for yes, something. Yeah, you. that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Absolutely. Um, or maybe it's they're going to work on some side projects. Who knows? Who knows? The rumor mill is alive and well about all of that, of and we will uh, dive into that even more in the next episode as well, uh, and probably cover some more from Mimba. Um, as this album continues to roll out. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and if you didn't know, the, the list of artists that are on Foreign Family is actually pretty extensive. Um, while we were doing some research to put this show together, um, I just flipped over there to see, you know, kind of who all was actually on the list. And I was shocked by how many, um, how many folks are there, not only musical artists, but visual artists and everything else. And I guess we never really prefaced that foreign family is a music label that was started by Odessa. Correct. Just, uh, if you're confused why we care, indeed, that is why. So yeah, we, like I said, we'll dive into much more of that, um, in the future. And I just want to reiterate that if, you know, we want this to be a communal project. So if you have ideas for what, you know, we could cover what you'd like to hear. Yeah, like please let us know. But also, if you if there's even something you want to contribute as a segment on the show, absolutely, that would be awesome. Um, and then just to uh, rewind a little bit, we also want to hear, um, you know, your experience with the AMA tour and yes. Odessa as a group in general. And you can do that by leaving comments or by emailing hello at the icopod.com or uh, just checking out the website and leaving uh, a comment right there on the post for this episode. It'll be very cathartic to help cap off this two-year run. Yeah, yeah, it's like the end of a, um, I don't know, end of a lot of things. Relationship in in some ways. (laughs) Uh, That you know could be rekindled, but for now, just taking a break. Just taking a break. And just got to savor the memories that you do have. So with that, yeah, it's going to wrap up episode one of the ICO. I've been Clayton. And I'm Kent. And we will catch you on the other side. Oh,